there are times in my life when I wish that when Jesus said, do not uh, worry about what you're to say, your defense will be prepared for you. I wish he would have said, don't prepare a homily, one will be given to you. <laughs> I, I really was attracted this week in, in my meditation to the prophet Malachi. Very short reading um, and very to point, uh, point uh, to the point and, and terse almost in its, in its, in its writing today. Um, you know, Malachi is a very short book. If, you, if you've never read the book of Malachi, it's three chapters. It, it, it reads quickly. Uh, they're not long chapters. And he says in this one tonight, he's really talking about the last days. He's talking about the end of time as we prepare for ourselves for the coming of Advent, a word which means the coming, the coming of the Lord in that glorious uh, birth at Bethlehem. And now we wait for that glorious coming of that rebirth, that, that second appearance, that day of rapture, that, that uh, day of the return of God to rule over his creation. You know, we, we prepare ourselves. And Malachi starts his book uh, when, he's, when he writes. The very first line in Malachi basically says this, God... You say that you love us, but how do you love us? Show me. Show me how you love us. We, we, we've heard it. We, we, we've heard it and, and we've experienced it, but refresh my memory. How do you love us? Malachi writes in a world that undergoes a lot of change. The exile from, to Babylon is over. His brothers and sisters are now returning home to their workplaces and their homes and their, their uh, temples, their worship. Things have changed because of that, that, that exile. As they're returning, the leadership is becoming corrupt. The poor are suffering at the hands of the rich. They're all lost in the stress of high, high political instability religious corruption. And in the face of turmoil, God says to Malachi, I haven't forgotten that. I haven't forgotten you. And I think it's important for us to hear that. Because that question that Malachi asked God, you say you love us, but how, is a question that we often have in our own, in our own, own turmoil, our own difficult days of darkness and doubt. But in those three chapters of Malachi, he writes to us and reminds us that the reason God says that he loves us is because he can't stop it. I preached that a couple weeks ago when, when we talked about Jesus always being near us, always being with us, because he can't deny himself. Jesus, the spirit of God within us, cannot deny itself. So it's always trying to bring us joy, always trying to bring us good, always trying to bring us what is right and just. And we, we're the ones who kind of grip it, squelch it, stop it. And Malachi in those three chapters says God never stops loving his people. He notices when they've become negligent. He noticed their, their bad attitude that they had for the poor. He noticed that they were cheating others, that they were... They were cheating God himself and, and giving less than their sacrificial tithing offerings. 
He even noticed when people were leaving the faith to worship false idols and, and to embrace pagan rituals. But in the midst of that, God remained faithful. In the midst of that, God kept reaching out and inviting people to, to, to return. You know, there were people in that crowd that Malachi writes about, and, and there were people who were misleading others. They were distorting truth. They were willingly lying so that others would follow. Basically, they were telling people, if you really want to get ahead, if you want to be famous, you want to be popular, you want to be accepted, if you don't want any problems, then don't listen to God. Forsake him. Don't do anything he asks of you. And God, in that whole time, patiently waits. No, we don't see any anger, lightning and clouds. We don't see hailstones and fire and brimstone. You know, we don't see, we just see a very patient God waiting. Now, what's he waiting for? Malachi did tell us that. He says he's waiting for those faithful people to stay with him and the unfaithful to be in that fiery furnace, in that blazing oven. The day is coming like a blazing oven. It reminds me always of the book of wisdom, which is, which is often read at, the, at a funeral. We love that, that uh, reading. And in that reading where we're talking about being in the palm, in the hand of God, and, and God, it says that God is always trying us, testing us like gold in a furnace. Great image. You know, you think about the gold, you know, some of you are wearing some now. It wasn't as pretty as it is on your, on your body right now. It was dirty. It was, it was, it was hidden. It was found and, 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 and it was heated in a furnace and, and it kept going and going until all the impurities were gone and, and it became, you know, 10, 24 karat gold and we wear it on our, on our, on our bodies. To, we're so proud of it. God testing us like gold in a furnace. God always giving us those little pushes to us, those little, those little moments where we see his patience in our impatience. Those moments when he wants to make us pure while, while we are filled with our own sins. The, those times when he wants to make us humble in our pride. And so as we prepare ourselves for this second coming, as we prepare ourselves, you know, I, I always ask, in my own mind, is this the year? Will this be it? Will this be it? I told you this before it's off my script now, but uh, a kid in high school uh, one time asked me, every time you go over to read the gospel, you bow and you say something, what do you say? Well, there is a prayer. It really is a prayer. It's asking the Lord to bless me so that my lips can proclaim this properly. But what I said to the kid was, I said, Lord, you promised to come, could you do it before I have to preach? But what about all of us? What about, what if the Lord comes? What is, what is it that we, what, that we need to purify? What is it that needs to go through that refiner's furnace, that blazing oven? What is it that we need to do so that we can return to the full love of God, that, is, that, that, has, that, that very God who has never turned away from us? What do we need to do to turn back to him? 
this God who patiently waits for us, who patiently and lovingly waits for us to be at his side.